Good morning, church and friends of the church. Uh, it's Sunday, March 22nd, and we're in our second weekend uh, of this season of wilderness and isolation where we are disconnected from what is normal to us. Uh, we cannot step in through these doors and relate to God and to one another in the ways that we're used to. We cannot relate to our neighbors and our neighborhoods and the larger world around us in the ways that we are used to. And, and we cannot relate to ourselves and understand our own selves, making sense of who we are in the same ways that we used to. Uh, because we cannot do the same things and we cannot be the same people. Uh, we are still in the wilderness. And so in uh, this reflection for this morning, I want to invite us all to consider how we are directing our focus uh, in the midst of this season of being in the wilderness. Are we focused on the past? remembering what life was like before we entered into this strange and different season together? Are we focused on the future, trying to guess or imagine or plan or manufacture a life that is going to become after this season is over? Or are we focused, however strange it is, on the present? Are we present in this time? Are we present to God? Are we present to others? Are we present to ourselves uh, in this season? And I invite us to reflect on that because if our focus during this season is monopolized by the past, if we find ourselves thinking only about how things were and comparing everything about now to then, or if we're only focused on the future, trying to get away from here and now, and trying already to anticipate and plan for a day that is ahead and is not today, then we are going to miss out on the gifts and the meaning and the purpose that we discover in the now as we are present to today. There are uh, wilderness stories all throughout our scriptural and our spiritual history as we started to consider last week. As Abraham and Sarah left home and entered into the wilderness of a new season in their life, their, their focus was drawn in worry and doubt to that uncertain future. As Jacob uh, ran into the wilderness, he focused only on what he did to his brother Esau in the past. And, and that fear drew his focus also to what his future might become. As Moses spent years tending the flocks of his father-in-law in the wilderness, he focused on the confusing past uh, and the conflict that was part of his past circumstances. 
Uh, during the exodus from Egypt, the Israelites focused on that known entity of being slaves in Egypt. And they compared that known thing to the uncertainty of their future, and it actually caused them to long to go back to slavery. As Elijah ran for his life, uh, he ended up isolated and in a cave, and he was so desperate, he wondered if death might be a gentler future for him than the uncertainty. Centuries later in exile, the Israelites focused on their past in the comfort of their homeland and imagined only a future that looked like the past, and it made them sad. And there are psalms that talk about how they wept and they hung their harps up on the trees, setting down their joyful songs because they couldn't see hope, they couldn't see possibility. But when we are able to intentionally turn our focus to the present, when we are able to be present to God, to others, and to ourselves in these exact circumstances that we find ourselves in now, that's where new life starts to bloom again, even in the midst of all the strangeness and the chaos. Jacob, as he became weary and laid down in the midst of the wilderness, had a dream of God and then awoke saying, wow, God was here in this place and, and I didn't know it. He didn't see it. Uh, Moses, when he became present to God in his midst, uh, it came in the form of the burning bush. A bush he probably walked by hundreds of other times, preoccupied with what was and what wasn't yet. When the Israelites got further into the exile, or the exodus, and resisted that urge to go back to Egypt, they became present to the manna and the quail that were with them in the midst of that and, and found provision and life and hope again in, in the moment when, when Elijah was in that cave and he finally quieted his mind and, and, and tuned his focus, he, he found the reassurance of God's presence with him, not, not in anything big or loud, but just in the whisper of the silence. In the midst of the exile, Isaiah cried out to the people, forget the past, don't dwell on the former things. God is calling forth something new now here in the midst of all this. Can you not perceive this good that is becoming? Can we not perceive it? This new thing that's happening right now in the midst of this present. Well, if we aren't present, then we can't see it and we cannot perceive it. We know that when Jesus went into the wilderness, there was no sense of any focus on the past or the future. He was focused on the present, the realities, the temptations, the possibilities that were there with him in the present. He wasn't thinking about getting back to carpentry, and he wasn't working on some sermon that he was going to give someday in the future. He was simply present. 
as we um, recently considered when we were together a few weeks ago in body for worship, we know Jesus taught people, don't worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear, for it's those who are disconnected from God and God's goodness who strive in these ways. God uh, is the provider and knows what we need. And if we strive first for the kingdom of God, life according to God's rhythms in the here and now, then all these things that grab our focus and distract us will be ours as well. So he said, do not worry. Do not give too much of your focus to tomorrow. For today is enough for today. So friends, in this wilderness season, be present. Be present to God's activity in and through and around you. Be present to each other. Call. Call each other. Send emails. Send cards. Send notes. Um, go stop by. Uh, knock on the door and then take several steps back and, and connect from a safe distance. Or talk through the door. Be present to your neighbors. Check on them. Put offers to help in their mailbox if they need help with errands. Uh, bake something for them just because. Uh, knock or ring the bell and then take a step back and connect with them. Inquire about their lives and how they're doing in the midst of this. Be, be present to them. At the very least, wave and smile and check in with them from afar as you see them walking by on the other side of the street. Um, acknowledge that we are in this present moment together and be present to yourself. Pay attention to what you are learning about yourself as you go through these days and these experiences that are so disconnected and different than what is normal. And therefore, test your preconceptions about who you are. What are you learning in new ways about what you need? What are you learning about what you're good at? What are you learning about what you love to do? What are you learning about what's really, really important to you? And what you want your priorities and your purpose in life to be? The, um, the very worst parts of being in the wilderness can overwhelm us and blind us to the depth of goodness and life around us when we are overly focused on the past or on the unknown future. But the very best parts of being in the wilderness come and are awakened among us when we accept this reality that we are to pause and to turn our focus to the present and be present. So what are the realities that we face here and now that are different than what was and will be different than what is to become? If we haven't yet spent that time doing that reflection, allowing the dust to settle of the shock of this and to truly take stock of where we are now, admitting that we are here, now is the time to do that. 
face the realities, become present to the circumstances of the now. What are the temptations that are here with us now that are different than the temptations that were or the ones that will be in a future that is not yet? Do we see the temptation in the now to live as though nothing has changed from the past? Uh, and to therefore disregard our responsibility to socially distance ourselves in the now, to change our patterns in the now for the sake of the common good. Do we see that temptation and how that's different than the temptations of what was and what will become? Do we see the temptation to assume that in the future, life is simply going to revert back to the way that it was, which is therefore the temptation to close ourselves off to trying anything new, learning anything new, connecting with God or others or ourselves in any new or different ways. Do we see that temptation? What are the possibilities of being present that we find in the present? Do we see that we have this unique set of circumstances, that we have a unique amount of time, that we have a unique ability to connect, to help, to love, to serve, to learn, and to grow in new ways because we are in the wilderness in this way? And, and do we see these possibilities and will we accept them as the gifts that they are? And so, friends, um, as we continue further into the wilderness together, we continue to pray for the social distancing measures to slow the spread of the virus and to help protect the most vulnerable. We pray for healing for those who have been affected, and we pray for those doctors and nurses and all those healthcare professionals who are on the front lines and uh, doing that healing work at risk to themselves. We pray for those who are all out stocking the shelves and working in the midst of all these uh, essential pieces of common life together for whom this is not the same kind of pause from the normal. We pray for the children who find themselves disconnected from life-sustaining meals at school and really from life-sustaining relationships and mentorships and safe spaces of schools. We pray for the adults who are increasingly becoming disconnected from a living, a paycheck that allows them to afford the necessities of life in this day and age. And we pray for our whole community that we would see the realities, we would know the temptations, and we would claim, see and claim the possibilities and the opportunities that this presents us, that we might be transformed by this season together as a whole community and that we might emerge from it different and better, stronger, more compassionate, uh, greater sense of mutual belonging, uh, deeper commitment to the common good. So may God bless and keep you all during this season of isolation and trial and may you know goodness and peace amidst the challenges of these days. Peace be with you all. Take care and be well.